We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Monday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio. Another week with you. Talk some basketball today. The uh, the Rebels 9-0 after a win in Orlando against UCF yesterday, they uh, now have almost a week off prior to a trip to San Antonio to play the Cal Bears, who have a pretty subpar record, but have had some interesting games on their schedule. But we're not talking about Cal today. We'll talk a little basketball. We will look at some uh, portal activity. The Rebels uh, very busy in the uh, transfer portal as we continue to make way towards signing day, toward uh, the Peach Bowl uh, against Penn State as well. So a lot coming up on today and throughout the week. Also on the podcast, podcast uh, presented by Twisted T, all MPW Digital podcasts presented by Twisted T. And, of course, the Oxford Exxon, 10 years with them. Appreciate Ben and David and the guys at Critical every single day. And you can uh, let them help you out, too. You can do that again, getting lunch specials, 569, couple sides bread, any size fountain drink. Again, might as well get the large one. You get a clean, convenience store, and you get the beer cave. Go in, pick up uh, whatever you need, alcoholic beverage-wise, for the week, the weekend, holiday season sometimes that's uh needed a little extra so all those things can be helping you out there at the oxford exxon and any blue sky location up and down i-55 and throughout north mississippi as well and again coming to you from the clark ford studio we are clark fords in amory mississippi 662-257-1900 is the number call it ask for Corey clark tell Corey what ford product you're looking for he'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours it's right to the bottom line there's no hassle there's no haggle you get your quote and the rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. And um, that's hopping to a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guests will join on the uh, Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102. Just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow, the Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care. Everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic Monday through Friday, 730 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
enjoying the transfer portal, Mr. McCready. Uh, having a good time with the uh, the world of uh, of recruiting here in I'm, I'm 2023. Looking, I'm looking forward to uh, about 10 a.m. to noon on the 21st of December. I'm going okay. to put away this site, my phone, and the words transfer portal <laughs> will disappear from my vernacular for five full days. And I'm those will be five of the most joyous days of my life. I'm going to look anyone in the eye during those five days who asks me something that resembles the word transfer, uh-huh. portal, or football okay, and just walk away. Delete those from the lexicon completely for uh, for the better part of a week there at that point. I mean, if... We what, take a very serious situation. If one, if one of my brothers looks at me and says something about the transfer portal, I'm going to say, "Really? Oh, that might be a good thing." Yeah, Christmas table. Hey, so what? 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 So and so get? What? So and so get? What do you think? I will just. What do you think? Oh, miss a shot with Walter Nolan. What do you think? I will can, ask. Can, about, can, can, can we explain that? I will say, tell me about computer programming, and let's <laughs> talk about insurance underwriting. Let's do it right now. Let's dive in. Like I'm five, and then proceed like I'm knowledgeable, and just keep talking. all the way through it, and just talk for like an hour. I'm not listening, but talk. Yeah. Ole Miss, uh, good news on the retention front over the weekend. Jordan Watkins announcing that he is back next season. Caden Prescorn last night announcing that he is back as uh, as well. Those were expected, and then uh, what we have thought for a while and is not yet official, but it seemed like uh, a good bit of foreshadowing. Walker Jones. Uh, putting eyeballs on Trey Harris, uh, likely coming back as well. He uh, put the eye emoji on a tweet regarding that yesterday. And in the uh, world of 2023, okay. I love Walker. Good dude. <laughs> Nothing but nice to me. Yeah. But I wonder if he ever looks back and goes, you know, I wonder if I would be putting eyeball emojis on top of a tweet about a 21-year-old boy. I wonder if he ever looked at that and said, that's what something I want to do. Now, look, he's more successful than I'll ever be. He's made it a lot further than I have. But that's that humbling moment that, that keeps us all retweeting eyeball emojis. And I'm not making fun. Everybody does it. I get it. Oh, I mean, it's doing the job effectively. On it the is doing, other hand, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. other hand. Yeah. Do you have a predicate on that, or are you just no, saying? just leaving it. Okay. That way I don't have to say it. Okay. I was just waiting. No, I'm good. They get those two, uh, again, probably to get Harris as well. From an offensive standpoint, um, barring something happening at the running back position, uh, offensive line is where things are set, setting there, seeing what you've got from development from a bringing in standpoint, still – Appear to be in the mix with Carter Smith, the kid from Indiana. The offensive line market is more yeah. expensive than people think it is. And it's where things are interesting for a lot of schools. You have to go into it deciding what something's worth. And even though you think something's not worth what you think it's worth, you might have to overpay to get it because there might the fall off from what you want to what you end up getting. Supply and demand. 100%. Yeah, is it really, really worth that in a different market? No. And I do wonder three years from now, mm-hmm. when the COVID thing is out of the way, because you have all these guys that are using a COVID year. Yeah, right. We're running out of people that get to use a COVID year. No, we're in this last chapter. When we get to the other side of this and there is no development, I wonder whether there will be 
It'll be a great day to be a good offensive lineman with with uh, with options. Because you'll be, I think you'll be able to really cash in. Because that is a development position, and what is happening is there is no development at the top level. So the really good college offensive line coaches who coach at the upper level, they're not really developing anymore. Certainly not taking a young guy and developing him for two years. There's some of that, but not nearly like there used to be. Just And when I say used to be, I mean five years ago. And so I, I wonder two things. One, okay, this is an interesting topic. You didn't prepare for this, but it's something sure, I've talked go. to about with right. a number of people. Right. And, and trigger warnings to some of you. And I mean this because some people do not like the concept that football at its roots has been poisoned a little. Okay? okay not sure. dead. Not dead. Nor close to dead. Okay. And we're talking about at its roots, guys. Middle school. High school. Not talking about the NFL and the fact that the NFL gets buku ratings. That's... We're not even talking about the college game. Georgia, Alabama gets massive ratings. We're not talking about that. We're talking about a, a longer-term, big-picture thing that some coaches have talked to me about. There aren't as many players who typically play offensive line playing at the younger levels right now. Sure. The numbers are down. And if that's the case, over time... Fewer people are going to be elite offensive line prospects. Because there are fewer of them. Which means that when they get to school and they get into the portal, the price on those guys, including interior offensive linemen, is going to go way up. Tackles, good tackles. Not not Laramie Tunsil tackles. Good tackles. It's half a million dollars per year. Before anybody wonders, why does that mean over four years? Because no, no, no. Per year. Everything's one year because you don't know what the hell's coming. Yeah. And so it's a lot more expensive now with with offensive linemen. And there aren't as many of them. And it might be if you told me that outside of the obvious, right, quarterback, maybe elite wide receiver, maybe elite rush end. Yeah. If you told me that offensive line becomes the most expensive asset in the transfer portal. Oh, within, yeah. within 24 months, I might completely buy it. And it's I think it's all five positions. It's not like we're just talking about left mm-hmm. tackle. We're talking no, about no. centers, Centers. About right guards. guards. I mean, this is just g- in general. Can you play in the SEC at a competent to solid level? Yes. You have an offer coming. Yes. Yes. Are you usable at the power of whatever the hell we're calling it level? Yeah. If, and if you walk in as a starter... Oh, yeah. your price is really expensive, and they're just because there's just not as many. Everybody needs you, and so these people that are we're not doing well on offensive line recruiting. Well, yeah, well, no one else is either, champ. That's the point. Which means you better develop. You guys. have to develop. That's dovetailing back to your conversation last week. The one position where you go, well, I don't know, that may be the one spot where you just hold on to dudes and work them and develop them yeah. and get them ready to go by the time they're redshirt sophomores. See what that looks like. Yeah. And then you better do what you can to make them happy because if you develop them and People they come coming. in and they can play. And, and there's going to be money behind that And somewhere. they decide to tip their, put their toe in the water, they're going to find that the water feels really nice. That's what's interesting. That's, it's, a, it's coming over time. And it might take two years, four years, but it's coming. There are fewer 
offensive line prospects coming out of high school here soon. And then there's a, hey, there's a population hit that's coming. It's one of the things, if you want to get big school with a lot of these schools that are deciding, like, oh, Miss is one of them for sure, right? Experiencing this boom in enrollment. They have a decision to make. Hey, do we build a bunch of dorms? Because coming soon is a drop in enrollment, not because your football team went to hell or because you had some scandal on campus. There's just fewer kids. Yeah. We have a population decrease. That's Even coming. if your drop off is better than everybody else's drop off, you're still not raising it this rate just yes. based off the globe. Yes. I mean, it, it's nas- national birth rates. Right. It's, it's there. What's coming in the next, I think it's two, three. Josh Hendrickson has talked about this. Yeah. He knows he's in academics. I don't, I don't, I don't study population stuff, but I'll take people's word for it. There's a drop with college aged kids in the next few years. Well, to think that that won't extrapolate down to football a little bit too is sort of silly. Of course it will. Now, here's the question. And because this is anything, right? And now this is going to take a minute, okay? Like, I, I, I get it. This is a down-road question, not because this has not changed what we're talking about in any way. As the market becomes so good for offensive linemen, doesn't that also make more people become offensive linemen down the road? Perhaps. Because... But that means playing football starting in the seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, when there's fewer of those kids sure. that do it. Well, it's just like I wonder, I get the college level because we're seeing that here on this campus as far as what these guys are worth and how different it is in the NFL. It's what the conversation we've had multiple times to some small level is do linebackers, do you become a linebacker instead of a running back? Do the fewer kids want to tote the rock suddenly? as you go down because the running backs are valued. They look up and see the media coverage of how they believe they're or how it's perceived that Saquon Barkley and Ezekiel Elliott and all these guys are being treated at the professional level and go, no, 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 I'm going to be a middle linebacker. I'm going to be a rush end. I'm going to be this hybrid dude. I'm going to play defense. Those guys have longer careers. That's what I mean. Yeah. Does that change as far? Because, you know, I mean, forever. I mean, probably when you were coming up, that was like the glamour thing. Hey, give me the ball running back. Yeah. I want to be that dude? Yeah. Yeah. There's fewer Walter Paytons and Barry Sanders and Emmett Smiths and Joe Cribs and the list goes on. I could name a bunch of running backs when I was a kid that were that was the elite. Neil Anderson. I can remember a lot of running backs. Mm-hmm. And now it's not that way. Now the elite positions are quarterback, receiver. Ole Miss's issue is that they, there's, there, there, there's just not be a ton down the development track on the roster that Lane fully believes in. He, they, they like Bryson Sanders a lot. Yeah. But beyond that, it's kind of hard to find where there's any tangible I think there's some, thing. I think there's some real optimism about Preston Cushman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy that. Sure. But again, you're talking about two years to develop guys. Not a knock on the kid. That's what it's always taken. Yeah, we're just our instant gratification society is so different now. It takes two years to develop a high school offensive lineman. You know, it, it's gotten so much worse. I mean, I remember whatever years this was, you'd probably have to help me. Ten years ago, you know, he ended up having a really, really good career. But everybody told him, hey, when Brian Bennett came in and he's a bust because he didn't play until his redshirt sophomore year. And it's like, it just is no, what it is. Three like full that. years out of him. Yeah, 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 but now it's true freshman. You played yeah. or you didn't. What's wrong? Why? Why are you not yeah. you know, doing this? So you got guys, guys like Cushman and Cam East and Bryce and Sanders. And look, I don't know what they are. Or they aren't, but they're they're on the roster, and you see what the development is as time moves on. But yeah, the thought that you were just going to go out there and grab five offensive linemen and make that your thing. I mean, I know Dion just did it, but beyond that, um, it's just not a 
it's just not a not 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 a deal. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I mean, as of this moment, Micah Pettis is still staying at Ole Miss. I've yeah. heard nothing about him testing the waters. No, I think they got there. They they they've gotten at least in principle. Um, and then you know, other schools are that are in bowl games. Yeah, that's the thing too. The portal isn't done. Oh, it's close to done. You're going to get another wave after this, and you're going to get another wave after the spring when guys look up and go, yeah, I don't really like where that's sitting. Yeah. Now, that wave in the spring was less this time than what they thought it would be. It was. But, yeah, we have another one coming after the bowl games. The bowl games get started on Saturday. We're not picking those bowl games, by the way. I looked at it and made an executive decision. I saw your email and saw there were a lot of games, but I did not notice when the game started. I started on the 23rd, and I might still bump it back. Okay. You didn't think we needed to do the uh, New Orleans Bowl? I, well, it's that. I didn't, number, I, I didn't want to build all those shells. And number two, I could just imagine. Keeping score? Well, not even that. To be honest, this yeah, is sure. where. All right. I could just imagine the optics of me having a day like on the 17th or 18th where some stuff came up. Like the 18th, a week from today, Carson has a game in Brandon. I'm going. They play Brandon? Yeah, at Brandon. So I'm going to drive to Brandon, which is a good three hours from here. Go to his game, drive back. Okay. I could only imagine the optics of being bad late on a couple of things that developed that day. And yet we've got up on the side our picks for the Toyota Bowl. The ten, the ten people that would be like, and I think oh, what we, we could do you time for you time for the Toyota Bowl, but not for recruiting. I could, I could see that. Coming. And I think what we're gonna do with, I think what makes sense with picks is put it over in like the fifth spot and just lock it in there yes. for like a month. Right, right. It can go in and go. Hey, this is 100%. just gonna sit there. One hundred percent. And if you'd like to see it, it's 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 in the little right corner hiding. But if we start on the games on the twenty third, there's still plenty of games. Plenty. I mean, games. I mean, look, I've got a one game lead, so the fewer games I have to pick is, is See, raising the was, raising the win percentage expectations. I was thinking of you, and then we'll do the NFL playoffs after that. Because I mean, y'all suck. Have. The fact that I have a one game lead is not an indictment on me; it's an indictment on you guys. Is right. what it is. I can't argue. I thought I was twenty games out. I looked up and went, "Oh God!" Like even Jeffrey, you suck. Like, yeah, Jeffrey is in the. He and Siski, in my opinion, are both – they overthink it. There's a fine line between overthinking and underthinking, and they're only overthinking. They're way over here, and then Caroline's way over here. I'm, and, and, and I'm more with Caroline on a weekly basis. I, like this week, I'm not sure I watched 10 downs of football over the entire weekend. I mean, who, oh, you mean NFL and NFL too, yeah. yeah. I, no, yesterday I uh, – I, it really bothered Dylan because he was like, are we related? The Saints are playing. And I'm like, have you watched the Saints play? I have no interest. I, I, I took Carly into a movie yesterday. Oh, yeah? was like, I, uh, Trolls. Okay. I went, no. I, it's I'm, good. Um, it's cute. It has its moments. The music is good. Uh, she and I both agreed of the four Trolls movies, it was both our least favorite. Oh. Which probably means it's worse than I even think because if you're instantly saying it's the worst one, yeah, it's probably really the worst one. Um, it might be number three for me, but it's it's uh it's not as good as the Christmas special, and it's not as good as the original for sure. So it's 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 right in there. I, I question Carly Ann's taste a little bit because she thinks Trolls Two is the best one. Uh, 
And I do not believe that is. Uh, well, she does uh, see it through a different prism. <laughs> I mean, in fairness to Carly Ann, <laughs> she's not 40. Um, that is that, 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 that is a good point. Um, I have been the only people in a movie before. That's I've done that several times where you're the only people watching a movie. I was the only people in the, I was the only, we were the only people in the entire theater yesterday oh. at, at 1230. Like there was no one in any other movie at 1230. 1230 on a Sunday is it? Yeah. I wouldn't think that's like a boom time for a movie. Yeah. It started at like 1220 or 1225 and she was annoyed with me because I'm habitually early everywhere I go. So there, I had her waiting too long before the movie started. Yeah. It's like, is this, is this coming? Or like, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah. But yeah, uh, going in, there was not even anybody like at the register or anything. Like somebody came out of the back and was like, okay, here, like whatever, here's your popcorn. Probably could have just gone in. Oh yeah. I mean, just whatever. And then even coming out, there were two people coming in to watch something right as we were leaving. Wow. And that was it. It was a really pretty day. Yeah. I mean, it just, it. I went for a run, went to a movie. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I mean, at one point, I know Tuesday, Wednesday's our day, although it's really not this year. We'll just do it whenever we want to. Derek Carr at one point yesterday had completed 20 passes for 37 yards. I oh. don't feel guilty for not watching that. No. 20 passes for 37 yards. In a game, they won 28 to 6 because the Panthers suck. They're bad. They suck. They're, they're horrible. I mean, and the Bears own their pick. They get nothing for being horrible. No, Chicago's over here just going, yeah, oh, sure, living the dream. Chicago uh, five and eight, actually, yeah. It's a good word for them. I don't know how you spell that. Eh. That's about right. Yeah. Broncos won again yesterday. Sean Payton just dragging them along, just just dragging them along. It's almost like you give that guy a team and look uh, out. It, He's doing that. I have Dennis Allen. That is that is that that is that is where I'm sitting right now with my situation. Is I mean Dennis Allen. He sucks. Yeah. Like we're celebrating Mickey Loomis yesterday because he had 200 regular season wins or 200 wins total. I'm like, why? Like, I get it. You did the ring thing, sure, but I got up yesterday. I worked I, on I worked on ten thoughts. I worked on recruiting, and then. We'd had that quick storm blow through here on Saturday. Yeah. And the swimming pool was like a collection of leaves. Leaves. And I spent an hour and a half working on the pool. Oh, did you? Yeah. And then I went running. That's why I can't walk today. Um, probably not a good sign. I went running and then I turned on the Ole Miss game. And I had I turned the NFL on the other TV, but I just... I wasn't interested. I had the little four box thing. Yeah. And I think I would have been better off just putting one game on. Yeah. I'll, four games turned out to be more games than I wanted to keep up with, so I kept up with none. I, I think that's a, a valid thing. We'll do a couple, couple thoughts on that. First, uh, speaking of the Saints and Dennis Allen, maybe you need better help. This show sponsored by Better Help. We're getting close to the uh, holidays. I know it's a difficult time for a lot of people. It's not always merry and bright. A lot of stuff going on, a lot of different things that are. Uh, potentially permeating and coming up into your mind during this holiday season. So if you'd like to treat yourself to a day of complete rest, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season and try out therapy. If you have not, I have been to therapy and it can help you in a lot of different ways. We said you talk to somebody who, um, 
doesn't have any preconceived notions. You're not dealing with a family member or a friend or somebody who, um, you know, is trying to put their own perspective on it. You're talking to somebody that's just there for you. So if you want to give therapy a try, give better help an opportunity at that. It's an extra, it's entirely online, convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Turn your camera on or off, whatever you need to make it for the best experience for you in the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash MPW to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash MPW. If you need stocking stuffer ideas, something for the boss or Secret Santa, maybe you just want to treat your own feet, take advantage of incredible savings with Dead Soxy's Holiday 2023 sale. Head over to DeadSoxy.com, use the promo code REBELGROVE, get 33% off. Happy holidays, and as always, stay soxy. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to uh, take Social Security? Those are uh, answers that uh, can only really be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management uh, sponsors my 10 Weekend Thoughts, which is up at rebelgrove.com. He also specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and uh, see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you uh, live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app, name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville, as well as Memphis, Selma, Indiana, and more coming soon. Uh, so that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Uh, if you're ordering your Peach Bowl gear, you just uh, college gear for the fan in your life, recommend the College Corner. It's collegecornerstore.com. They've got all the latest uh, Peach Bowl gear as Ole Miss gets ready to play Penn State December the 30th. They also have two locations in the Jackson area, one here in Oxford right off of Sisk Avenue with more than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. So again, collegecornerstore.com. And we're brought to you by Argent Wealth, formerly Pinnacle Wealth. Argent Wealth is based in Ridgeland, Mississippi. It's got clients in more than 20 states. Argent provides detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. At Argent, investing is treated like a community. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So uh, get in touch with them at myargentwealth.com. Again, myargentwealth.com. Podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Getting close to the end of 2023, so if you need to make year-end donations for tax purposes, call the foundation. They'll walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives, whether it's the Vault Society or Empower. Both give you a tax-deductible way to support the Champions Now campaign. If you're working on estate planning, you can also call the foundation to discuss Forever Ole Miss. For more information, 662-915-7159 or give to athletics.com. And then remember, Peach Bowl tickets still on sale as well. To pick those up, OleMissTicks.com. Jump over to basketball. Well, actually, uh, let's see what else I have on that real quick. Um, you worry about the Eagles real quick? 
I mean, a little Cowboys bit. popped them last night. A little bit. Cow- two in a row. Cowboys are playing really well. Hurts does not look great the last two he weeks. Yes, Prescott's very much in the MVP conversation today. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes teams that make deep playoff runs that next year, they just don't have as much juice. Also, can anybody with any logic whatsoever explain to me why the Chiefs are upset? I don't know. He's offsides. He's clearly offsides. He's so offside that the referee can't see the ball. They're mad they didn't get a warning when the emphasis this year was on calling that penalty. They don't have to give you a warning. And you're also a professional football player. Line up right. Mahomes saying that basically that it took away one of the great plays in sports history. No, you're offsides. No, what took away the great play in sports history was he lined up offsides. And it, they threw he the threw flag the immediately. Flag it before, wasn't like he waited to see if Kelsey no. threw the ball. What, what are we doing? No. I, Mahomes is the biggest crybaby. Good Lord. I mean, I want to like him because he's a historic player. He's incredible. But my God, shut up. If if you're the lines judge, right, or the side judge, or whoever it is that makes that call, and you're staring at it, and you don't call it, what happens? Why didn't you call offsides? He's offsides. I mean, you and I cover college football where the coaches talk about early in the year, man, we're just trying to get lined up right. These guys make a lot of money. Line up right. Yeah, Rudy was offsides too. It's, worse. it's not even close. It's not even close. It's terrible. No wonder he got to the damn quarterback. He was two yards in the backfield when he lined up. Had they not had they and they, had he called that, we wouldn't have to deal with Come that godforsaken awful movie. Come at me with every hot movie. take you have. It is the worst sports movie there is. Yes, and so you know I who don't, and so you know who I blame I, today. I blame the damn side judge for not calling Rudy Rudiger offsides where we could have avoided that godforsaken, hellacious, horrible, ridiculous movie. That's awful in so many ways. I'm with you. I'll fight people to the death on this. The coaches who show that instead of Rocky or something for the motivational movie before the game, you should lose the game. Absolutely. I hope you lose bad. I mean, so bad. It's a bad, bad movie. You want to come at me and go, hey, Rocky 2 sucked? I'm like, okay. It did. Yeah. It did. She was in the coma and the whole deal. You want to come at me and go, hey, parts of Rocky 3 were really weird? Cool, I got you. I completely agree. But don't come at me with Rudy. What an inspirational film. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, it's a good question. What? Would we even have Notre Dame on NBC if it weren't for Rudy? Oh. Because, I mean, let's be real here. Notre Dame. Cool helmets. Great uniforms. Oh, sure. But that's about it. They're, I mean, when Notre Dame plays Navy, are you really locked in on Saturday afternoon? The mileage that Rudy has gotten out of this, though, author, motivational speaker, yeah, goes around getting all the cash and the signatures and the stuff. It's just so bad. Five, six, 165 pounds. Soaking wet. They did you a favor. You got in the game. Yeah, it's just... They let you have a... You think the jersey thing really happened? 
where all the players went into Coach Parsegian's office and said, hey, we're not going to play if Rudy doesn't dress. Rudinger. I, I don't said, buy that at all. From the Wikipedia page. Rudy said the movie's 92% true. 92, by the way. Yes. Okay. Sure. The players did not lay down their jerseys. Rather, the team captain, one of the other players, requested that he be allowed to play. Dan Devine has given a somewhat antagonistic role in the film, but Devine was actually one of the biggest motivators to return to the team. The groundskeeper named Fortune. It's a combination of three different people. Okay. It's true. About 38 years ago today, Rocky was arriving in Russia to get ready. We're coming up on what is always the anniversary of one of the greatest fights of all time. That then put time travel into our world because the kid aged six years and two weeks. It also ended the Cold War. So, you know. Rudy actually played for three plays. A kickoff, an incomplete pass, and on the third play, the game's final play, sacked Georgia Tech quarterback Rudy Allen. Was he lined up offsides? It does not say that in the Wikipedia page. Rudinger set up a successful maintenance company and sold real estate. Did some motivational speaking, did some different stuff. He also, in 2011, was charged with securities fraud in connection with his role as chairman of Rudy Beverage Incorporated. I'm shocked that he'd be involved in the government alleged a pump and dump scheme. Yeah. He had to pay $382,000 in fines. How come Die Hard can be a Christmas movie, but Rocky Four can't? It's just as much a Christmas movie as Every Die Hard. Every bit. The inability for people to understand that a, a Christmas movie is not a Christmas movie simply because a Christmas movie happens at Christmas. And can you imagine if you were like living in Moscow and you said, hey, honey, on Christmas Day, we're going to the boxing match. She couldn't be pleased. Oh. Christmas Day, we're going to go to the boxing match. <laughs> it's Drago Balboa, babe. And that kind of like how we go to you know you go to movies on Christmas Day. Yeah, but that's different. Yeah, the boxing match. <laughs> We're gonna go see a fight on Christmas Day <laughs> in the cold. There's a lot of lot to lot to digest there. My biggest problem with that entire thing was Pauly bitching about not being able to watch the Rose Bowl. Yeah. It's on January 1st. It's not you for got another a week, week to get back, bud. I mean, it's a week. Were you anticipating on staying in Moscow for a while? Maybe he thought they'd get stuck in the snow. Or get captured. Or something might happen thought to Rocky. Thought some Cold War tensions. Yeah, yeah. Thought if Drago kills Rocky right there, they're going to have a hard time getting, <laughs> getting back and all that stuff. It's true. It was Soviet Russia. It's not like she had a big ham to put in the oven. <laughs> Good point. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, the looking back and all of our movies being there being with Russia is just the crypt keeper. All of the movies, Russia is the evil empire, the yeah. the whole deal. It's well, it's like in the sixties when they were preparing for the uh nuclear war based on the Cuban Missile Crisis. You prepared by getting under your desk, like the desk was gonna save you from a nuclear weapon. <laughs> I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. It's like mind games are happening there, right? We're, we're conditioning you to hate the Russians. Because like Top Gun Maverick, they don't identify the enemy as being from a specific country. Oh, that's true. They avoid yeah, the... That would be too yeah. geopolitically yeah, incorrect. They, they avoided that this is who is, is doing the damage. But back then, no, no, Russia. All Russia. Yeah. Their fault. Oh, yeah. Peace. 
Yeah. That's it. It's on you. I've told you when I was growing up, I would watch, we would watch wrestling at night. And one of my fondest memories was watching the, uh, it was Kevin Sullivan and Teddy Atlas fight the Russians oh. for the World Tag Team Championship. That was intense stuff. They win. Well, a lot of times what would happen was the match would end in some controversial way. Where, so we could do it again. Where it would end. Uh-huh. And so, but I do remember the time that, that I think it was Kevin Sullivan, quote, broke his arm, end quote. Oh, really? Because of the Russian sickle. Oh. They put him in the Russian sickle and it broke his arm and my little brother Tim cried. Did he really? He was all, he was devastated. It was a big deal in the McCready right. household that it was day. A, it was a hell of a, hell of a moment for us. Okay. All right. <laughs> on a basketball note, Ole Miss knocking off UCF 70-68 to 68 in Orlando. Uh, several things were interesting about this uh, yesterday. They got fairly quality minutes out of Austin Nunez when uh, Murray was in foul trouble in the first half. They survived 11 minutes without Murray on the floor and still led by seven at the, uh, at the break at that point. Um, had a pretty rough second half for the most part and sort of gutted it out, got a lead, and did everything they could do to blow it there in the last 20 seconds uh, before uh, before holding on, winning 70-68. Flanagan and Cissé with two huge defensive stops uh, on UCF's second penultimate possession, I guess, what that would have been at that point, um, to, uh, to to lock it out. So 70-68, Ole Miss moving to 9-0. and They just keep winning. Uh, it's rarely pretty. I think I was f- figuring it up yesterday. The ball has been in the air for a tie or a loss five times in their nine games, maybe six at this point. Yeah, and uh, they're not to know. They 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 just keep on keeping on. The I'll get to it in a second. The computers hate them um, with every fiber of their being. Well, they have no game control at all. Yeah, the the the, the computers are not moving the numbers whatsoever, even though they keep winning games. Um, I get it. Computers had them projected to lose yesterday. Yeah, uh, they did win, and now they get uh, they get Bryant, they get Troy and Southern Miss to close and Cal to close the non-con yeah, prior Cal, to the trip to Knoxville. They get Cal, Troy, Southern, Southern Miss, Bryant. Bryant. That is that is correct. Is Southern any good at all? Uh they beat State, but they, I don't know whether they're any good or not. I hadn't gotten that. No, far. Southern University. Beat oh, State. Southern University. I'm, I apologize. No, the SWAC school beat State. I don't know what. Forgive me. Yeah, close enough. It's 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 fine. Bryant does have a uh, a win over Florida Atlantic this year. Yeah, they did. They beat FAU. Yep. Now they've got some weird losses too, but they they did beat FAU. At this point, I know nothing about Troy and then Southern Miss. I can look up Troy. I'm not really sure. Southern Miss is ranked one ninety one in the Ken Palm. They have nothing to really speak of at all. They have losses to Utah Valley, Cal State Fullerton, South Dakota State, and Akron. They have wins over Milwaukee. They beat uh, they beat Andy. They beat UAB in the road in Birmingham. Northwestern State. UAB struggling. They are. Yeah. Um, and they have McNeese and Lamar prior to playing the Rebels. So Troy opened with an eighteen point loss at Ohio, lost by one to Oregon State. They beat Reinhardt pretty handedly. They lost uh, by two to Sam Houston. Beat Grambling by 13. Lost to Eastern Kentucky by one. Beat uh, SIUE. SIU Edwardsville. Southern Illinois University at Edwardsville. Beat them by 23. Lost to Dayton by 12. They play uh, 
Suno tomorrow, Southern University of New Orleans. That one, is that, sure. Is that a yeah. place? Okay. Uh, and then they play Ole Miss Tuesday the 19th at 6. So uh, they're not off to the greatest start in the world. Okay. So Ole Miss uh, will be favored in the rest of these uh, these games. But, again, yesterday they shoot 44% from the field. They go 40%, 6 of 15 from three, shot well for three. They, Considering how they started the season and what that looked like, the fact that they are – I think at one point yesterday the graphic showed they were 10th in the country in three-point shooting – they have defended the three incredibly well. Um, Ken Palm gives them a lot of uh, a lot of credit for that. Looking at it here, three point uh, Ole Miss fifteenth in the nation in three point defense um, at this point mm. in the uh, in the season. So they shot the three really well. They just kind of have to have stuff out of their stars every single game for the most part, and they got that from several of them yesterday. They uh, they only get ten from Jalen Murray because of the uh, foul trouble, but eighteen from Flanagan. He was excellent. Uh, Morrell goes for 12, 5 of 11, and 5 of 9. So pretty good shooting. Nobody shot themselves out of the game in that way yesterday. Um, what killed them was the turnovers. And the rebounds. Yeah. They can't rebound. They, they, they They're get, horrid. They rebounding. get beat on the boards just about every game. I mean, now, they don't typically turn it over 15 times. But then yesterday, though, a lot of the rebounding stuff was just not catching the basketball. It's, yeah. it's not even size and getting killed from a technical way. They just – I mean, there were multiple times where they didn't secure rebounds after free throws. And just kept giving extra possessions yeah. to UCF at that point. I mean that because they lost on second chance points. That will that that's going to kill them. So they have to get better at that immediately for it to. But here's what they've done. I don't know where they are in the net ratings that came out the other day, and they were in the 90s. They're probably still low 90s. But if they go 13 and 0 in the in the nine league. They position themselves, if they can find a way to play 500 SEC basketball, to at least be in the conversation. Mm -hmm. And maybe when they go to Nashville, be able to do something in a tournament setting that forces a committee to put them in. Which is, look. Uh, They were were even having the – they won 10 games last year. Believe me, I know I covered it. 10. I needed better help at times last year. Literally, there were times last year, Ole Miss would have a game at 2 in the afternoon. And I would get up, I'd go work out, and at 10 o'clock that morning, the dread would set in. To go to the arena. Yeah, dread. And then the game would happen, and then the post-game dread, because everyone was on pins and needles. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. It was, it was draining. No joke. And then you have to write about it. And the whole time you're writing about it, you're like, no one's reading this. No one's reading this. I could put a line in here about a bear in the woods and nobody's reading this. That was deflating, if you will. Totally different. So the fact that we're going to have this conversation potentially just is remarkable. It's baffling, it's, isn't it? It's remarkable. Yeah. They they still need another scorer. There's some yes. optimism that's lingering out there about Brandon Murray. I don't know. No one's going to talk about it. They're hoping that things can force the hand a little bit there. Yeah. We'll see. Hardman says, I missed Neil's beer line time updates. Well, last year, the beer line was me. This year, there have been times that I've been like fifth, sixth, seventh uh-huh. in the line. No, the crowds have been fine. I go get a beer at a basketball game because why not? Why not? The crowds have been good. I always can tell that it makes people on press row uncomfortable. Does it? I think so. It's just right there. I mean, it's just a beer. You're not having 14. No, it's not like I'm going, hey, Chris. You're not getting sloshed up there at the press row. Chris, could you come I mean, no, come on. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think they're going to beat Cal on Saturday. And when they beat Cal on Saturday, December the 16th, they will have matched their season total from last year from wins. Yeah. I, I covered it. Ugh. Well, you used to say, hey, you don't get it, but I did cover a 6 and 24 baseball season last year. Well, you year, finally so. got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the they're, longest they're, time, you didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, because I come and go, yeah, God, they went 15 and 15, and Neil's going, now shut up. That, that's, no, that, that's, not, that's not how that, that, that works around here. Here's the deal, though. And the computers, this is a complimentary sentence to Chris Beard. The computers don't factor in who their coach is. And they're just playing very right. composed down the stretch. They're right. doing things. So they're going to be better than this. But Ken Palm has them winning the rest of the non-con and going into league play 13-0. and mm-hmm. If the computers were just completely right, Ole Miss will have played two baseball games by the time they win their second SEC game. They have them underdogs in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of their first 11 SEC games. The computers. Yeah. I get it. A home date against Vanderbilt in there would be the one game they are favored. So, again. Yeah, I get it. 100%. it's, it's, It's remarkable what they have done. You can see this thing that is developing and the way they're building. And, you know, 
Corey Keyes had a good point on Twitter this morning. I saw it, and he said, when a first-year coach does something very significant, it has not, very little to do with X's and O's. It's just making you believe and getting energy and a lot of those stuff, and that's what Beard has done in spades. It's convincing them, hey, no, we're playing for now. Play the game. He's done, he's done coaching, too. Don't get well, me in the last minute yesterday, I mean, two, I guess maybe three really critical turnovers. And yet they stayed very composed on the defensive end. That play, I don't remember exactly. I want to say Morrell had committed a turnover. And Johnny Dawkins called timeout with 29 seconds left. Set up a play. Dawkins has been there a long time. Duke protege, pretty good coach, I think. And they set up an inbounds play. Out of the timeout, the shot clock differential was around six seconds, maybe seven, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, sure. So they had time. They had 22 seconds on the shot clock. Had time to run a a complicated play. And they did, and it looked to me like they executed the play. But Ole Miss did every switch exactly right. Closed out exactly right. Cissé, who's a very good defender, was there at the end. But But it was more than just him. Everybody did their job on that play, and that was just a minute after a catastrophic turnover. Because at one point, I've got the notes here. I was I kept notes. They were up. Caldwell made the back end of a free throw opportunity at 51.7 seconds left to go up 68-62. So you're in pretty good shape at that moment. You're, but yeah, I mean, I thought they had closed it at that point. But I they, thought it was but over. But they give up a three. Avery hits a three for them, 68-65. And then you get the steal, the turnover. They have a, a, a they, they commit a turnover after that. Their kid makes – Allen makes two free throws, makes it 68-67. And then you turn it over again, and he calls the timeout. And you get the closeout. Flanagan goes to the line, makes both free throws. You think, hey, we're going to win this thing. We're up 70 to 67. We're not going to give up a three. You don't. You foul with 2.2 left. He makes the back end. I mean, ironically, everything that could have gone wrong for UCF did. He meant to make the first and, and missed, missed it. Sec- yeah. Meant to miss the second, made, made it. 70-68, and then you, you commit an inbounds turnover. And dude's got an open look at the bucket, and Flanagan recovers to make the closeout. So you can, I mean, you can do that glass half empty, glass half full, and I suspect Chris Beard's doing both today. Glass half empty is, oh my God, you cannot commit turnovers like that. Those 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 kill kill you in a real game, right? On the other side is that your team didn't freak out; they didn't collapse. They didn't implode in those moments when it would have been super easy to do it. Like, look at each other going, what are we doing? We can't, all of a sudden, we can't get the ball up up the court. We can't inbound the ball. 15 turnovers. But instead, they just close it out. But I get, it's one of the computers guys and the people go, what about the rankings? You're not winning in such an impressive way that national people or the people who have ballots look at it and go, boy, that's a top 25 team. You have two really good wins. Yeah. Memphis. You rubbed NC State and you beat Memphis. You beat Memphis. Memphis now has wins over Missouri and Texas A&M. They went to College Station and won yesterday. Big win for you, big win for them. Mm-hmm. Memphis has played a hellaciously hard schedule. They have. You talk about battle-tested. Yeah. When they get into the American, it's going to feel like they went back to spring <laughs> training. Um, Ole Miss misses 10 free throws yesterday at UCF, misses 12. Now both teams went to the line 34 times yesterday. 
Yeah, it was a bad whistle. It was a consistently bad. Uh, bad's not the right word. They called a really tight game, and they did it the whole game. They did it to both. As opposed to basically calling a lot of loose games in Ole Miss games lately. Like, we hadn't really had bad whistles well, the in a Memphis, while. The Memphis game, they, I thought it was well officiated. Yeah. Just let them play. I didn't think yesterday was badly officiated. I don't like tight officials, tight officiated games. I don't like tight whistles where they just don't let you get away with anything. But if they're consistent, you okay, you adjust to it. And they were consistent. They just kept calling fouls. From a flow standpoint, it made the game less enjoyable. Yeah, Arkansas as well for Memphis. Memphis at this moment has wins over Missouri, Michigan, Arkansas, VCU, and Texas A&M. Yeah. Memphis is fine. Yeah, they're they living life. They uh, they play Clemson, Virginia next, by the way. Yeah. Tigers ranked top 10 probably after this. I think they're still undefeated in the ACC. And then Virginia's Virginia. They're a top 25 team. Memphis projected to win both those games, by the way. Ken Palm. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Ken Palm has Ole Miss still going 18 and 13, 6 and 12 in the SEC. Okay. Yeah, I mean. I can't argue that right now. Do I think they'll probably win more than that? I do, based on what I'm looking at. But can I see how a computer would spit those numbers out? Sure, absolutely. They have to quit allowing offensive rebounds. They're 315th in the nation in getting defensive rebounds. Mm -hmm. They're not good enough to overcome that. No, that'll get you beat in the SEC. Period. Just not catching the Because there's a lot of good teams in the SEC. I don't know that there's, outside of Kentucky, I don't know that there's a great, I don't know that Kentucky's great yet. Yeah, I had a... A little bit of an uneven Saturday for the SEC. We'll get into that in a second. Look at some games around the league. First, Prom Shrimp, promshrimp.com. Have a lot of different flavors. Pick out your favorites. Try a bunch of different ones. They've got uh, my favorites, the signature, the garlic. It's kind of an everyday shrimp flavor there. Got a little Cajun cake, but not much. It's more of a, an all-around great flavor for you. The Louisiana, um, Louisiana Shrimp Boil, a little bit of a spicier option, New Orleans-style barbecue shrimp. They got the full meals in a bag, French Quarter Alfredo. Just throw a little pepper in with that, and you're ready to go with a full meal with Prime Shrimp. They ship directly to your door. Fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate. It's great for the holiday season, snacks, dinners. You know, A lot of times you got stuff going on. They will hook you up and make it easy on you. Prime Shrimp, use code RG. Buy five pouches or more, and you get 25% off. That's code RG with PrimeShrimp.com. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows him to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. If you're thinking about going on a uh, vacation that you want to create a lifetime of unique memories, get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. And uh, he'll come up with options that you're probably not going to find on your own. 901-494-3387 or send him an email. Edwards at Regency travel.net uh, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square is the perfect place to uh, play in your Christmas party your uh, company dinner a festive party event fabulous food great craft libations as well OPA can accommodate up to 200 guests so for catering or booking information regarding OPA contact Jeannie at 601-421-7147 and we're brought to you by service specialist staffing and recruiting agency we'll have our, our bowl picks up in 10 days or so connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board 
whether you're in IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or uh, maybe something that you don't even know what you're looking for, they can help you at service, service Specialist. It's always free for the candidate as well. So you've got nothing to lose. Give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile from routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign. Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. Schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself. It's CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive? Are you wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Andy Ludicky can help. He's a longtime Rivals board member, diehard college football fan, franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. MyPerfectFranchise.net or Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net, or you can call him at 404-973-9901. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs, one in Oxford, one in Holly Springs. They have their high-dose flu shots for patients over 65 years old or just anyone that wants the extra extra protection. Most clinics typically give standard dose to all patients. They highly recommend that 65 and up patients get a high-dose flu shot from them. They also have the RSV vaccine. Available for those who need that. You can get those vaccines by appointment, which makes getting in and out super easy. Just give them a call to schedule at 662-236-2222 for G&M Pharmacy in Oxford or 662-252-2321 for Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. I said it last week. I, I still think that home SEC opener against Florida is such a critical game because that's gettable, and you got Vanderbilt right after that. You could Getting the two-and-one feels like, Kind of a necessity um, here on December the 11th as we look ahead and try to make any kind of predictions there at all. Um, Because Knoxville is going to just show up and see how it goes and then come home and try to win a couple basketball games. Yeah. Because you have those right uh, right there. So, uneven day for the SEC. Uh, We talked about all the the big non-conference matchups that were going on around the league on Saturday. Got a few, but didn't get one of the big ones you thought maybe – uh, Kansas beats Missouri 73-64 at Fog Allen there. Was that at Kansas? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm a little confused on what's neutral site and what's not. Uh, Purdue-Alabama was one hell of a basketball game. Alabama gave the Boilermakers all they wanted. Purdue uh, played well in the second half, outscored the Tide by eight in the second half, won 92-86 there between the uh, the Tide and Purdue. That was in Toronto for the uh, the Hall of Fame series. Penn and Kentucky, uh, 81-66, and Malone's classic for that. Kentucky just played pretty well and and, and, and beat the Quakers. Again, 81-66, Tennessee at home, knocked off the Illinois Illini. That was a top 25 matchup. Tennessee ranked 17th, Illinois ranked 20th, 86-79, the balls over the Illini in that one. Um, Arkansas just put another loss. They're six and four now on the season. Uh, seventy nine seventy to a good Oklahoma team. Sooners nine and zero. By the way, they are undefeated. Um, it's but, almost like Porter Moser's pretty yeah, good coach. All right. So they're in the uh, they're in, in Norman seventy nine seventy over Arkansas. Mississippi State beat up on Tulane one hundred six seventy six. 
at the holiday hoops giving. I don't know where that was, but the holiday is in Atlanta. Was that right? Sounds For some right. reason, Atlanta feels right on that. Sounds right. Bulldogs about 30. Over Didn't the Ole Miss play in that one time when they lost to like Western Kentucky or something? That does feel right. Yes. So Jamie and Sharp would have been on that team. Yeah. Because that was in the last couple of years, right? Was that last year? Or was it two years ago? It was Kermit. It was one or two years ago. Yeah. One or the other. Uh, South Carolina coming off their loss to Clemson. They win. They go to Greenville, North Carolina, and beat East Carolina 68-62. So the Gamecocks now 8-1 and one on the season. Kansas State goes into Baton Rouge and uh, beats up LSU pretty good. Kansas State 75, LSU 60. They're at the PMAC on Saturday. LSU struggling 5-4 and four overall. They don't appear to be very good. Um, Auburn absolutely, absolutely waxed Indiana. Holiday hoops giving, so that was wherever the other one was. Again, I think Atlanta, Auburn one hundred four, Indiana seventy six. The Tigers six and two, Indiana seven and two now on the season. And then at the Auto Nation Orange Bowl Classic, the Florida Gators beat the Richmond Spiders eighty seven seventy six. Oh, in uh, in that one. So not the worst day, but you know, you kind of if you're in the, in the SEC, you wanted Arkansas to get Oklahoma, or you wanted. Mm-hmm. You wanted Alabama to get Purdue. Kind of wanted one of those that would be the big one, and didn't get that. But there doesn't appear to be any really bad loss on the slate either. So LSU getting popped like that at home against Kansas State. So Kansas State's good, but that's a wake up call for you. Yeah, LSU's not very good. Kansas State eight and two on the season at this uh, at this juncture. So, but it was the first kind of like full Saturday we got of basketball where we're turning the calendar and doing and doing that. Uh, Tennessee, the only game on Tuesday. I spent my Saturday getting Christmas shopping done. I saw you. Yeah, so you saw me, and then I got did the rest of it online. Laura had been driving me crazy about. Hey, is Carson giving you a list? Do you know what Carson wants? Because I'm always the one responsible for Carson's Christmas. Laura does the girls. I do Carson. And so she left, and I said, "Hey." And he got him to come to the top of the stairs. I'm like, look, I don't care. Okay? I'm going to tell you exactly what I said. So, well, guys okay. out there, this is a moment. This said, is Saturday. I said Saturday about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. I said, I don't care. So this isn't me getting on you. But she's busting my you-know-what about this. So. Do me a favor. I need the damn list. He's like, I'm working on it. I said, no, just give me part of the list. Give me like four things. Just, just give just, me something. Let's go. I mean, he looks at me and I'm like, he's, he's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't care. <laughs> it's all good. But she, I am third party yelling right now. I said, but I I, I'm, 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 I said, I'm going to tell you this. You're too young to understand this, this thing. I said, but there's, there's this expression that's out there. I said, you know me in cliches, right? And he goes, yeah. And I said, there's one that it, it, happy, happy wife, happy life. I said, there's, there's an element of truth to that. I'm tired of being bugged about this, and you're the person that's stopping me from being bugged. Just give me something. Yes, sir. He gave you something. Came down with a list. I went down that thing. Boom. Did you? Knocked you just it started out. ordering stuff. Ordered. <laughs> and I, re- I reiterated my one request at the end of the day, which pissed her off thoroughly. Don't get said, you anything for my Christmas. Yes. Don't spend money on me. I'm good. I'm a grown-up. If I want it, I'll get it. I can buy it on April the 3rd, September the 9th, October the 12th. Don't don't add to the debt here with me. And I said, and if you've already done it, cancel it. 
Oh, I, I, I'm a, I'm a self-admitted bad gift person because I never want anything. And frankly, I don't find because I don't care about my birthday even 1%. I'm the same. I way. have a hard time caring about other people's because I'm just like, I'll try, but yeah. I, I just mentally, I'm not there. It's not something that I, I'm kind of in the, we all have one school a little yeah. bit. And I, I just, I mean, every day there are th- hundreds of thousands of them. And yeah. when I want something, like you said, I typically just get it. So if I want something on like October the 2nd, and they're like, hey, that can be Christmas. I'm like, it's October the 2nd. Someone wait I want months. it now. I, I need it now. <laughs> yeah. like Or I want it now. Yeah. It's like, okay, but. So you're able to order most of Carson's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm not about to go shop for Carson. I have no clue what, I mean. Just go to Memphis and, and spend the truth a day. is, like, he wears the same stuff every day because he, they go right from school to soccer, and so he just puts on his soccer stuff. Every time I see Hunter Crane, I think to myself, that's the guy that clothed my child for the school year. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Sweatshirts, hoodies, T-shirts. Thanks to the Booster Club for the uh, yeah, I mean, the swag. It's there. all good. I can't even imagine what he'd wear if he weren't on the team. But they practice basically every day, so he wears his stuff. Still wear Thunder stuff? No, he wears Oxford He doesn't soccer. wear Thunder much of stuff he, at all? He, he does occasionally, but not like... He asked for a Thunder jersey. Which one? Uh, he, he, Chet? He wanted Holmgren. Yeah. Okay. And thank God I did it when I did it, because those are gone. Oh, they really? Yeah. Like blowing up? I guess. Like, I thought about getting him an extra one, a second one as a surprise. Jalen Williams, you can't find it. So you don't win Rookie of the Year? Chet? Yeah. Yeah. Is he? Oh, yeah. Chet's a dude. I mean, Draymond Green said the other night he's a potentially generational talent. I agree. Really? Yeah. The whole he's too skinny thing? Nah. He's super skilled. I mean, he's he is skilled for a 7-1 guy to do some of the stuff he can do. This isn't even Thunder talking. This is just a guy who watches basketball a lot. He is really skilled. And he's a guy that the NBA game suits him far more than the college game does because it's more flow. Interested at all in Titans-Dolphins or Packers-Giants tonight? Ooh, no. 7-15 on ESPN for Titans-Dolphins. Miami's going to win. 715 uh, on ABC for Packers Giants. Neither. I, I will say Green Bay's not terrible. They're better. I think the Thunder play again tonight. I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe the the Lions look very vulnerable. They just laid a dud yesterday. They're yeah. not in four, but no, that feels first round playoff exit. Like somebody can absolutely get them right well, there. Well, bless his heart, Jared Goff is just not good in weather of any sort. Yeah. You're probably going to play in some weather at some point. Probably a good thing he didn't play in the Big Ten. Yeah. He wouldn't be where he is right now. It's probably true. Because he can be great. He can look really, really good. And then it just. Oh, first half of the year, he was in the MVP conversation. We had a 3 nothing game yesterday. Ooh, who? Raiders lost 3 nothing to the Vikings, I think, oh. yesterday. Dobbs got benched um, in that one. So that neat story is uh, it's kind of over there. Joe Flacco leading Cleveland to a win over the Jags yesterday. 
38-year-old Flacco. Cleveland's really good defensively. They are. They are. They're really is uh is your boy okay? Who's my boy? CJ. Oh, did he get hurt? Yeah, he maybe a concussion. Head bounced off the turf yesterday. Oh. They, they got need, popped. They need to be nicer to him. Yeah, they got popped yesterday. You really didn't keep up, did you? I didn't. I I didn't. I was doing recruiting stuff and then I watched the Ole Miss basketball game and I wrote. I was working on a I thought a recruiting I was getting a recruiting story ready. Mm-hmm. I was writing about Juice Wells for total honesty. I was getting that commitment story ready. Working on 10 Thoughts. There's a uh, press conference with the Peach Bowl CEO yesterday. So that information. Uh, yesterday. You said yesterday. Tomorrow. It's Tuesday. Yes. Gary Stoken yes. will be in Lafayette County for that press conference. So all that coverage to you. Someone's going to ask for behind-the-scenes stuff, and he's not going to provide one scintilla. His job is to promote the Peach Bowl, the city of Atlanta, and Chick-fil-A. We are super excited about Ole Miss. Can't wait to welcome you to Atlanta. We love those uniforms. We love Lane Kiffin. We love all the alumni base that's in town. We have this huge national alumni base with Penn State. It's going to be an SEC, a Big Ten. We're going to get a great football game between two prestigious universities. We found out when you did what who we were getting. Yeah, uh, and did, we were so excited. Did you lobby behind the scenes at all? Oh, absolutely not. That is all There's in the hands of the committee. There's a process, and we were just, we were just so, so elated Ole Miss was ranked where they were ranked. So excited to get Ole Miss and out. Penn State. So there was no maneuvering behind. Absolutely not. We were so excited to get Ole Miss and Penn State. Wouldn't you like some Chick-fil-A? I give you an hour. How many Chick Fil A chicken nuggets could you eat? I mean, probably a lot. How many could I eat? Yeah, like, like, no, literally could. I don't know. I mean, I can't remember the 100? last time I had them. Um, two hundred. See, I'm not They're good. Pretty bite size. I'm not good at this. Probably uh, more than that. I mean, probably a hundred. I don't know. I mean, I would probably start to feel pretty sick pretty quick. Five hundred. I couldn't. No. 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 How many could you eat? Um, the problem with that is that, you know, you don't really feel full for 10, 15 minutes, and they're so small. You would feel like death and all hell in, in half an hour. But you could run through a lot of nuggets. Yeah. In the first 20 minutes. Like if you were really like hungry or something? Or just in general, because yeah. you don't feel it immediately. But now that grease is going to start piling up, and you're going to. Yeah. I mean, Pure stomach capacity is going to hit you too. That's a lot of. They're providing free Chick Fil A for us media hacks afterwards. What's it going to be? I don't know. Are you going to go get it? Uh, no, probably not. Yeah, maybe. It's not even like I'm being a curmudgeon. It's just the restaurant's right over there. If I need it, I'm yeah, good. That's it's all right. I mean, it's neat. But it's like every other media thing that happens. Is you'll have a group that, by God, it's like we're in Ethiopia and they haven't mm-hmm. eaten in six months. You're going what? Okay, yep. but they'll race over there to it. Load up. I know. I mean, I, I'm. <laughs> I typically don't. If if it's kind of a thing, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And plus, if if you eat that at like one o'clock in the afternoon, you're not gonna have a productive afternoon. Like, you're not gonna go go to the gym or go run or hop on the Peloton. That's not gonna happen in your free time. You're not, so. not going to do it. No, you're going to be kind of 
you're going to be kind of under motivated. You're not going to feel great. You're going to be a little sleepy. I'm not a big lunch. Like I don't eat a big lunch ever. If I'm, if I have any interest in being productive in the afternoon, Sonia Thomas has the world record. Um, and now this doesn't say Chick-fil-A. It just says chicken nugget in general. She ate 80 in five minutes. Whew. That's a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know what kind and nothing like that, but yeah. 80 in five minutes is the, uh, is the record. I love them. Okay. Like I can, I, I, I can eat oysters. I love oysters. I almost threw up just reading this so again, Sonia Thomas, the world record in eight minutes, 47 dozen oysters raw in eight minutes. Oh, and I, and I love, them, Oh but God, no, but no, the, the texture over that period of time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you would, you would feel, you would, you would feel sick. Well, I mean, I can remember this. Neil probably doesn't recall this. Um, were you in town? It had to have been, I think, the day Orgeron was fired. Were you here? Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. It was maybe it was not. I, it was one of those early press conferences before you and I started working together. We run across each other or whatever. I, I don't know what the, you were in town. I covered for. the Iron Bowl that day. Okay. I don't know what you were in town for, but whatever. And you walked out, and we were towing some. No, actually, this might have been after we, right when we first started working together. I don't remember. I have to think about there what this was, and. It was some random press conference. Nothing was overly newsworthy, but it was something to kind of do. And I was talking to maybe like Jeff Robertson and somebody else. was like, hey, you want to grab lunch or whatever? And Neil Walter goes, you know, there is work to do. Y'all care way too much about, about food. It's true. And I looked over and went, okay, fair enough. It's true. <laughs> and this was in like pre-P90X, Neil. And so he was like, what are we doing? Like, this is not, what what, what is the. Well, like on, what, ga- on game day in the press the box, right so people keep going back for more cookies. I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, it's fine, whatever, do your thing, but like. It's habit, they're there. I guess so. Yeah, it's just, it's needing to do something with your hands. You could type. You could type. Chew gum. Yeah. Gum's a weakness of mine, like bubble gum. When, I've been Hoover a lot with Kendall Rogers. When he's on one of his weight loss kicks there toward the end of the baseball season, he brings tons of cucumbers into the press box and eats raw cucumbers all day. Because, I mean, you can eat a 1,000 and it's no calories. That's true. He just chews on raw cucumbers. He might have a little bit of hummus or something, but it's just cucumber, cucumber, cucumber. Yeah, that's his his hack there for, uh, for that one. So, anyway. Now that we've devolved into uh, competitive eating, we'll move on in a second. First, NE Spark, NE SPARC, service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, print controls, network security, and much more. So to get the best internet in Lafayette County, that's 662-238-3159. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot offered at Southern Traditions. Horseback riding offerings from beginner to advanced, nationally recognized competitions, and more. Learn more on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of, whether you need an inspection, a new roof? Or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business as a GAF Master Elite contractor that can offer warranties that last a lifetime. 
licensed and insured. Riverland Services, Mississippi and its surrounding states. Text or call Riverland today at 662-644-4297. Are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, uh, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford's next door to the Ole Miss campus, offering spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Uh, their incredible amenities will make you feel like you're living in a resort. So whether it's a weekend binge-watching session or hosting the best game day parties, you'll do it in comfort and style, cheering on the Rebels with your friends. Text their VIP list today. And uh, be the first to know when their leasing for fall 2024 is open, 662-300-3733. I'll have a mailbag up on Wednesday. It's brought to you by Art Hayes of Sotheby's International Realty. Are you thinking of making a move? Put the power of Sotheby's International Realty to work for you. As a licensed agent with Sotheby's International Realty and a supporter of all things Ole Miss, Art can help you buy or sell in your hometown or anywhere in the world at no charge to you. Seriously. Just call and ask Art how. 612-805-5929 or email Art at Arthur.Hayes, that's H-A-Y-S, at LakesMN.com. Podcast is brought to you by Style Assembly, Women's Boutique on the Square, clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, art, and more. Huge selection of gooder sunglasses for men and women. And they have their online store up and running at ShopStyleAssembly.com. Click Shop Now. Shipping is free anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $150. Exclusive discount code RG15, that's RG15, on the website between now and the end of the year to receive 15% off. Your first online purchase is a corporate sponsor of the Grove Collective, as well as a founding member of the Grove Collective Business Coalition. And uh, you can shop in person at uh, 203 North Lamar next to Blind Pig. Ask for Kate. The owner shall personally help you out. Again, that's shopstyleassembly.com. <clears throat> It looks like uh, that actually record has been broken. Somebody did 100 nuggets in like four minutes and 44 seconds. Wow. I see that now. Wow. Some, somewhere around there. The world record for most in a minute is... Um, like I wonder how many like Gus or Rizzo could eat in five minutes. Because they didn't hell. I mean, Rizzo wouldn't even chew. Just <laughs> How's his paw? What's going on? Uh, we'll know more later today. I mean, are we like? What's the overall situation? It's not good, really. Yeah, but it's maybe maybe better today than it was. Certainly better today than it was Friday. Friday was not good. Seeing pain? Uh, no, uh, that's done a really good job with managing making that. him feel better. Really? Yep. How long has it been going on? About a month. Has it really been that long? Mm-hmm. Yep. Been been a story. <laughs> Um, let's see what do we, uh, have here finishing up the, uh, the show. Um, bowl schedule is what we've got later this week and then into next week from a practice. Standpoint. Yeah. So we've got, uh, we got a press conference tomorrow that you referenced a minute ago. Uh, we have media availability. It doesn't say anything about practice coverage though. It doesn't really matter. Right. What are we going out there to watch calisthenics? Uh, Wednesday, Friday, this week, media opportunities with um, players on Wednesday the 13th, Friday the 15th, Monday the 18th, and Tuesday the 19th. And then uh, we'll get Kiffin on Wednesday the 20th, which is also National Signing Day. 
Oh, right. And then uh, that will be it. And then on uh, Tuesday, the 26th, I will head to Atlanta. Uh, my coverage of the uh, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. I really appreciate those guys stepping up and helping, making it a lot easier for us to uh, actually go really cover a bowl game. So I'll be there on the 26th. Uh, Kiffin and Franklin are available via Zoom that day, and then coverage on site begins Wednesday the 27th. We'll get coordinators on the 27th and the 28th, so we'll hear from uh, Pete Golding for the first time since the preseason. Mm -hmm. Charlie Weiss, of course, as well. And then uh, both head coaches will have a press conference on Friday the 29th, and then kickoff is on Saturday the 30th. There's your Peach Bowl itinerary from a coverage standpoint. I'm saving Otani for tomorrow because I knew we would need it, and I wanted to get we were going to get in. I want to get in some of the media stuff that you referenced yeah, with me earlier today. So it was gonna it was gonna be longer than I had time to fit into the the show today. But the Cubs portion, you've kind of been out for like two weeks. It wasn't really a Cubs thing at all, mm. was it? No, I, I have a I have a a very unpopular Cubs opinion among Cubs people. And it's one that I, it makes me realize two things. One, that I think my fandom has died to a Ooh. degree. And two, it makes me realize that I look at these things more objectively or rationally than a lot of people. So he gets $700 million. As soon as I heard the number, I was like, okay, well, the Cubs were never going to do yeah, that. Sure. And further, once you saw that the Dodgers would go there, you, were, was always you were never going to get him. Like, there's a guy that I listen to. I listen to his Cubs podcast. I probably won't anymore because he sort of exposed himself as not understanding anything. He says, the Cubs made a mistake by not just making it happen. I'm like, you couldn't make it happen. Can't you see that? He was always going to the Dodgers. The other stuff was just to drive the number up. He was always going to the Dodgers. So... The Cubs didn't get Juan Soto, and I wouldn't have paid that prospect price for one year of Soto either, and he will test free agency because he's a Boris client. They all do. Um, it doesn't look good on Co Cody Bellinger. And so I look at it and go, okay, you have a lot of money coming off the books next season, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know what Hardman means. Are you going to check out the battery? I don't know what that means. In Atlanta. Oh, oh, Braves oh, area. oh. I don't know. Probably not, but maybe. Um, you have a lot of money coming off the books. I would look at this season and go, you've got a really talented farm system. Everyone ranks it top five. Some people rank it number one. This might be the year to find out what you have. Mm -hmm. A development year, an analytical year, a keep your powder dry year. There's no point in throwing a lot of money at mediocrity. That's the way I view it. Someone goes, well, you could win the Central. Okay, what, what does that mean? You're not going to be good enough to beat the good teams. You're not going to be good enough to beat the Braves, the Phillies, the Dodgers. So keep your powder dry. Save the money. View it as almost a two-year budget. You got, again, tons of money coming off the books. Don't add bad money to your books now just for the sake of doing it. Mm -hmm. Own it. Hey, we misplayed the the, the offseason, it happens. Uh, the Yamamoto thing, they're not going to get him. He's going to either go to the Yankees, the Mets, or the Dodgers. Don't be shocked at the Dodgers. And just take a season and find out what your young guys can do. Put Christopher Morell at third base. 
put him there all year and go, let's see by, if by the end of the year we think he's a major league third baseman. Mm-hmm. You know he has a major league bat. See if he can be a major league third baseman. Answer that question. Put uh, Matt Mervis at first base and go, hey, dude, chill out. You're here. It's your job. And find out, do you have a major league first baseman? Yeah. And maybe you do, and maybe you don't. Sometimes a negative answer can be a positive outcome. But you don't know if you don't try. No, using whatever your budget is to make sure you go win 84 games. It's dumb. It's not. Yeah, and that's you, you but you see that in in fandom like okay, well we got to go get Matt Chapman now. Why? What does Matt Chapman bring you to the table? Mm-hmm. Good glove. He's an adequate bat. He's a good player, but he's not doing anything for you. Matt Chapman's not pushing you over the top. Put Pete Crow Armstrong in center field and go, "Hey, dude, Relax. Play defense and Relax. It's your job. Go play. And at the end of 150-some-odd games, from an organizational standpoint, what it looks like. you have a ton of data now. And you yeah. go, okay, he is a major league center fielder, or he's not. Yeah. And, and if he's not, that's still an answer. Yeah. That's why I used to – I mean, I'll stop with my soapbox here. But I can remember taking Campbell on a college trip to, to Louisiana Tech. Yeah. I've told you this story before. And she's like, I don't like it. And I went, good. She said, what do you mean? I said, well, because there's somebody here who loves it. Mm-hmm. But it's not for you, which is a data point for you. Yeah, We what, mark it off. We mark off places like it. What is it about it that you don't like? Well, it's not big enough, and, okay. and they don't. I don't think their Greek system is very big, and I think I want to go to a place that has big Greek system. Okay. okay. Well, there you go. Now you have a data point that you can use to make a better decision. Yeah. I think the same thing holds for the Cubs, but I don't sense that that's the direction they're going to go. I anticipate that over the next – few weeks they're going to throw a lot of big money at average things to make their roster look a little better to appease a handful of fans who don't understand that they were never going to get otani yeah but Jade, i do tomorrow want to get into the morosi yeah, thing yeah we are yeah i want to talk about it tomorrow and you would need it uh Jaden daniels wins the heisman trophy he is the uh it's the smallest margin of victory since 2018 when kyler murray beat uh tua for the uh, for the award, Dayton, uh, Daniels finishes with two thousand twenty nine points. Michael Penix Jr. seventeen hundred and one point, and Bo Nix eight eighty five. Marvin Harrison all the way down to three fifty two. They changed it a few years ago. They send four to New York, no matter what the boat differentials right. are. So that's why it looked like that. Jordan Travis, Jason, Joe and Milrow, Ollie Gordon, Cody Schrader, Blake Corum, and JJ McCarthy finish in the top ten. Daniels five hundred and three first place votes. Penix 292, Knicks 51, and Marvin Harrison with 20. First, uh, first Heisman Trophy winner to not play for at least his conference championship since 2016. Oh. He deserved it. Yeah, no issues at all. I thought he was absolutely the guy that deserved to win the award. I, I, I wrote about this the other day. He was so impressive in Nashville talking to him. I'm not surprised at all that he had that season. I kind of caught myself cheering for him over the course of the year. He seems like a great kid. Another portal guy. Started his career at Arizona State. Five of the last seven transfer quarterbacks. I mean, it's unreal. He led all FBS players in QBR, yards per attempt, which was an FBS record, passing touchdowns, completions of 20 yards or more, his completion percentage was seventh in the nation. His total offensive yards per game were first, 74 yards better than the next player. His 8.4 rushing yards per attempt were also fourth in FBS among all running backs. So, 
that's the the, yeah. the sheer numbers were actually better than Burroughs raw numbers in 2019. Yeah. Not to pick on certain people, but like some of the people yesterday, Sunday or Saturday night with yet another player that different schools like we beat this guy. Well, you didn't beat Daniels, you beat their defense. I think LSU's defense ended up 103rd nationally. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> had seven touchdown drives in Ole Miss and lost the game. That's not on him. Well, had he had an eight? <laughs> well, that's true. But I he, mean, had, he had a throw and lost. I mean, that's what I saw. Yeah, he did. It was high. It was by like right. six inches. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the, the the plays where you do you see it live and think one thing, and you watch the replay and go, "Oh shit, that was that was close." Uh, just to jump yeah. in on this for a second, it's in the thread. Hardman says is seven hundred million in reality is going to be more like three hundred fifty million. I was listening to Ken Rosenthal this morning. There was a ton of deferred money in there. No one really knows how much. Rosenthal thinks as much as two hundred million of the seven hundred yeah. million is deferred. So the actual cash, real present value is not seven hundred million. It's probably more like five fifty, is what Rosenthal thought. Still, he's going to get seven hundred million dollars over the course of time. Um, speaking to this. Because I don't know this, I haven't even asked why. I haven't asked Walker this question, and obviously we know that there's behind the scenes stuff going on. So I'm not even disagreeing with the the worry that's in your question. But Austin says, "Why do I feel like the Grove Collective is giving updates on re-signing Watkins, JJ, Caden, but they're silent on Judkins and Perkins? They're giving updates on guys who could go pro or return for right. their additional year. They're not necessarily just running through the roster on guys who right. are getting a little bit better of a deal." At least at this point. I mean, again, I don't know what it looked like moving forward, but that is that is what they have announced so far. Caden could have also left as a grad transfer. Yeah, he had offers from other places. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. And I love I love the people that still get upset about the tampering. It cracks me up. It's like, dude, can you? It, it, he wasn't in the portal. Well, no. Everybody, everybody's, everybody's doing it. They are. That's 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 that. So, all right. We'll uh, get into Otani tomorrow. Some more NFL, and then uh, Did you see where the A's. By yeah. the way, the A's offered Otani eight hundred million. They offered him a dollar a year for eight hundred million oh, years. That's funny. That's good. Oh. Otani's uh, total value more than for per year is more than two complete payrolls in Major League Baseball. Yeah, we'll talk about it tomorrow. I'm curious. Yeah. It's. Rosenthal dove, dove into it pretty deep, and it was pretty interesting, his thoughts. Now, of course, he's a baseball guy. But a lot there. There's a lot there. Like, if you're a team, you hey, is it even possible? I mean, Baltimore, Tampa, those teams did it last year. But year over year. It's over hard. Year. Yeah. You have one shot. That's the thing. Yeah. Can you do it beyond that? Yeah. So, and the pressure, it's on your executive. So, again, yeah. I'll, we get into all that. We'll find some way to tie it back into recruiting, I'm sure, as always. And uh, the rest of the week, again, Ole Miss 9-0 in basketball. Peach Bowl coming up in uh, just a, uh, a few weeks here against Penn State. So take care. Have a good day. Talk to you tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.